Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? It's been a while. Has it been a while? I think it's been a while. It's been a while, hasn't it, Gordon? It's been far too long. I guess uh, we'll just get the bag out bag out of the cat. How? 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 How did you get How the bag out of the cat? How did I end up with cat? COVID? Yeah, so we didn't have an episode last week or the week before, but last week we re-aired a best of video when we had Bill from the Unsupervised Podcasting here, and we tested out the horrible... Um, incredible burger, and then Carrie and Bill both tried spam for the first time. But uh, all that happened because you, even though you got shot number one out of number two, you still got the boogaloo flu. Yes, I I did. Um, actually, both of us did. And uh, I tell you, it was actually kind of rough. Um, I did end up with a uh, what, what everybody said would never be covered by insurance, expensive uh, treatment similar to what our former president had, maybe a more modern version of it. Unlike him, I did not feel like a million dollars after I was done. I felt like I got ran over by a Mack truck. Uh, I went, after I had the uh, the Regeneron, I went from 101 fever to 104 that night. I was leveled. Uh, but then my fever went away the following day. Um, I tell you, it's interesting. Uh, lost all my appetite. I don't know how much weight I've lost. I probably should step on the scale. Maybe I'm back down to where I was, where I should have been. But uh, the t- things that tasted weird. Um, you Did could you do really the onion taste- challenge? Oh, fuck no. I would probably barf all over you. Well, you can't but, uh, taste it. That's the whole point of the onion challenge is you can't well, taste it. Well, you can you taste. The thing is, is, I could taste a few things. but Some things tasted more than others. Everything tasted burnt. Uh, or you could really taste salt. Well, that's interesting because when Carrie had COVID, um, not, and not everything tasted burnt, but everything smelled like you just got home from being around a campfire for three days. At first, it smelled like a dirty ashtray, and then it kind of progressed into what Demon Jones refers to as campfire cologne. Um, everything just smelled like you've been camping all weekend. But you're saying you didn't have the smell, you had the taste. I could, I, my, my smells were definitely knocked down a few shades. Uh, tastes were just jacked up. A lot of just, man, nothing was appetizing. But uh, the worst part is. Now, is, did you uh, have COVID 1.0 or 2.0? I'm going to assume it's the Delta. Uh, that's what is um, the, the predominant strain right now across the country. And, um, and, uh, it, but I ended up in a hospital, and and the story behind that is a failure on the medical part because the what? whole reason I, That's I not know the right part that I know I had I had CT on CT crime. Uh, what basically happened was um, I was uh, implored using telehealth. I was implored to uh, go down and uh, go to urgent care. Just because we found out recently I've got asthma, I've got a shitload of allergies. It's been a horrible thing. Did they use the word behoove? Did they say, sir? It would no, there was you. no behoove. I am but I do got an interesting behoove you. Yeah, I do got an interesting aside once we get there. Um, they just wanted to make sure my lungs were good, you know, because this thing uh, can get the fluid in the lungs, uh, especially if you've got some breathing problems, which apparently I have developed uh, throughout my life. And, uh, so I went down there, they did the x-ray, they're fine. They're like, Hey man, you, uh, you fit the profile to get this, uh, uh, monoclonal antibody treatment. I said, cool. They're like, you got any clots? And I'm thinking, I said, well, there may be a chance. Okay. Let's get it checked out. They said, well, unfortunately it's too hot. It was 117 that day. So their CT machine couldn't fire up. They couldn't get the room cool enough. Hmm. It was a hundred. So why don't you just uh, today? You know what? You got a hospital you'd like to go to, and maybe just go down there, and just so we can run our 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 test and make sure uh, you're good for this treatment. Now he asked and you he, if you had a hospital you would like to go down to, like you. Yeah. Like so I picked a hospital which uh, hospitals, and you have one in your Rolodex. 
Well, I know, but as I built enough of them, I, I knew a pretty decent one to go to, which I did. Okay. Everything was sailing along. Now, it was busy, but I got uh, an ultrasound, make sure there's no clots in my legs. Are you pregnant? Because I felt like it. Uh, then we went into the C- the emergency ER, the e- EDCT room. I tell you what, you know how things in Star Wars look all beat up and shit? Erectile dysfunction CT room? Well, you know, uh, cat scan. Oh, you know, okay, so yeah, the, sure. you got the you got the donut sitting there, right? But this donut looks like it was a prop from like Star Wars. It looked like it was blasted and beat to shit. Maybe it was. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, they must get some rough p- patients in here. Mm-hmm. Somebody and, left uh, a cell phone he, uh, in he, their pocket. You know, he had me sign off on the glow in the dark, um, you know, liability deal. Shot me with the uh, iodine because you're going to feel warm. That's how you know it's working. So we get in there. Fires up the machine. I'm, like, I'm not really feeling warm. Machine goes, and the machine's done, and then I start feeling warm. I'm Come burning. to find out, he had his timing off. So, huh? Yeah, his timing was off, so they didn't get a good image. Because of this, now is this something he has to calibrate before each time, or is it because the Millennium Falcon here was such a jalopy piece of shit that Chewie hadn't? I, I kept don't it think up he was. I don't think he was looking at his watch. You know, sometimes you just still got to get the old timing. Oh, so he was on TikTok while you're, he's supposed to be watching the timer. You know, looking at the dude, I would not. And you know how it goes. You think you're going to TikTok for 30 seconds later and 15 minutes later, you got a guy in a CT machine burning up. So this is about 830 at night, uh, about 930 at night. Um, the guy, the doctor who checks in, us in you know, said, hey, we're going to you're going to stay overnight. We're going to get you a different image, uh, a nuclear scan tomorrow. It's a whole different machine. I asked why. He said, well, you got, you know, so these levels are up, this and that. We, we just want to be cautious. I'm like, okay, whatever. Abundance of caution. This is going to be expensive. Grade out the credit card. Ugh. Your insurance doesn't cover any of this? Well, it covers, yeah, but you got a, you've got a, you've got a deductible and a 20% that you meet, but I do have other insurance that will cover it later. Um, because I'm extra insured. Sorry, you have none. But, uh, so I am in that fucking ER until four in the morning at this point i'm up 24 hours before i get my room hmm. they take me to the second floor it's all every door is shut i've never stayed in a hospital where the door is shut the that's night, the downside kind of, of, kind of nice to be quite honest that's the downside uh, of living in a huge metropolitan area extremely absurd wait times here well um, it, it, it's because of covid though um it just it has spiked and by the way you guys are doing worse than us right now you got like a 20 percent positivity rate we have billboards uh, that say hey you know the emergency room in naples there's only a 15 minute wait and it's actually oh, a digital clock let me let, let me tell you about those because they say the same thing for the um urgent care i'll go over there and i'll say hey it's 20 minutes i'm there and i'm, I'm 60 minutes later an hour later Hey, your timer says, and I'll pull it up on the web, this. They're like, well, they just haven't updated the time. I'm like, but if you can't get this right, this is simple. If you can't get this right, how am I expecting you to get get my medical treatment correct? You know? Because that's just a fake advertising to get you there so they can make more money. Yeah, absolutely. So needless to say, I was in and out. But the interesting thing. That's like the thing, hospital's equivalent to the fast food service timer. Oh, it's exactly it, except, uh, you know, they move people off. What they do is I think once you're out of the waiting room and then you're shoved into a room for another hour, mm-hmm. a patient room, now, you're, you, now you've you're been off moved the off the timer, right? Yep. Fucking Wendy's. You've ruined it for everybody. Um, There's like reports like in, back when they were trying to push the nationalized health care, some of the proponents to it would use stories like out of Canada and Europe of stories like that where – you know, they would leave people in the ambulance in the parking lot because then it doesn't count against the wait time in the emergency room and shit like that. Well, needless to say, so all this happened. I did get my treatment. Uh, I, I do feel better. Uh, I did take your advice and watch Black Summer, but, you know, figure why not? I've got COVID. I'm feeling like crap. I can hardly breathe. What's a better time to watch a whole new zombie series? Yep. And I tell you, it added a little – I already had a little sickness in my stomach, so I think that added to it. And uh, the crackhead zombies, you're absolutely correct, but I hate to say it. 
if this shit happened, I think it'd be a little more real than the shit that's going on on The Walking Dead. Yeah, for those of you who missed it when we did the uh, talk up about Black Summer here on the previous Netflix, I basically said the zombies on this one opposed to all the other movies and The Walking Dead is these zombies are really more like um, meth addicts who are di- who are hopped up on PCP and bath salts. They're on 11. There's no walking. It's run, 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 stop, tweak, 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 look around, scream to the heavens, and then take off running again. And it's that scream, right? Right when they turn. And they turn quick. It's that scream. It's just, it's not the <laughs> sound, no. but it's it's literally just some dude screaming. It's kind of like when you see a cat in the living room, they just stop, look around, all of a sudden they realize they're supposed to be in the bedroom, they haul ass in there. Just Maybe that's what they put a scream in there, and then that's what you would have. But yeah, uh, I I actually like the series. Um, I'm I'm waiting. I'm I think the third season. Hopefully, will, it'll it'll be different. It'll be interesting. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a lot that goes on, and you know, don't get yourself too invested in people. No, that's what I that's, said. They're not precious <laughs> with their characters at all. And as you and I were talking off air today, there is no quote unquote good guy in that series. Everybody's a piece of shit. What and well, and so. you think about it. You and I would turn into a probably a piece of shit, too. Yeah, you're just... Yeah. But usually in those movies, those comics, those series, there's loyalty among the group. Even there among, was slight... Even among the group, it's... Slight loyalty. It's a very, very thin hierarchy, and when it comes down to, you know, hey, you may hold me up. Sorry, not sorry. I'm fucking out of here. And I, I tell you what, teenage daughters are still a pain in the ass, even in the zombie apocalypse. Absolutely. They, everybody wants to get out of that town they're in at that age. It don't matter if the world's falling apart or not. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking um, of but, fucking the apocalypse, um, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people don't know what's going on in Canada. I've been trying to get someone on here from the Great White North. Um, I don't know. Take off, eh? Take off, eh? Um but for those of you who... Ooh, look, 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 look. I can't even do it. That's it. You know, that series, If remember we used to listen to the audio tape and yes. Doug McKenzie Dave come Bob out of the Bob. left speaker and, mm-hmm. and, and, and was it Bob? Yeah, Doug, Bob and Bill, Doug McKenzie. Come out of the right. And then we had, our, our stepmother had this uh, nice uh, tape deck that you could record dual channels like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the beginning of my interest in audio editing. Stereophonics. Stereo. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Yeah, you guys don't hear about us because of this. power that he actually has the ability to mock, make fun of, and joke about the freedom he's taken from us. If that's not a sociopath, then I don't know what is. So when you're wondering why you don't hear from Canada, it's because Trudeau owns the fucking media. Pay attention very closely to the conservative creators from Canada. You'll see shit. Could you imagine... Thank God we've still got the two-way. Could you imagine if Biden or his little mouthpiece got up on the TV or showed up on Fox News, like in front of a panel up on a pillar, you know, because CNN, they're part of it. But imagine if they were on Fox News or one of these new conservative things and they're doing a a live broadcast and Biden or Harris or their mouthpiece, the the redheaded stepchild's up at the podium and says, you know, people criticize us by saying the media... Do you have to take a sake shot every time you hear her name? I always forget her name, so the answer is no. Um, but could you imagine if, if Saki was up there and saying, you know, Fox News and the conservatives, they say that CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times, they're, they're too easy on us. But they're not too easy on us. They deserve to give us the coverage because we gave them $600 billion. So yeah, I'm going to say that's money. Well, that's literally what Justin Trudeau did at this speech he was given. He's saying, hey, the people out there saying the media is going too light on us. No, they're not. We paid them $600 million. 
So they don't want to tell us what we say. And by the way, we just passed a law three weeks ago at midnight, the C-10 law, where we're allegedly trying to protect our Canadian actors and artists under the guise of, well, they're getting ripped off because their content is being used in other countries and they're not getting residuals, which is a valid point. Which is kind of interesting since most American shows are filmed in Canada by Canadian actors and actresses. Well, I was going to say, which was a valid point, but... Um, he reversed it by not allowing Canadians to view content on other platforms out of other countries, not preventing other countries. Well, from that, their that was a mistake. Uh, there was an oversight, a technical error. We did not mean that to happen. Well, it's just like, and, and I don't want to go on a political rant too long. But Speaking I, of technical error, sorry for Facebook just freezing yeah. up momentarily, but it's back on. Like the Fauci email dumps. You never heard about it anywhere in the legacy media Mm-mm. except for, you know, the other outlets because you know they're it's just, it's insane that guy should have been if biden was smart he would have got rid of him you know uh but i think it would have helped feed you know be fodder for everything else but uh hey i noticed you Hold have been quick, doing a- just because we're we're still on the topic a little bit before i close it up um i know you've been sick i know you've been in the hospital you have covid you've been watching black suns have you been are you up to date on the insanity going on in south africa no, but I do know that the uh, one of your neighboring countries who you get a lot of refugees want from had a uh, a president assassinated. Yeah, but hold on, we're, we're yeah, you're jumping to Nigeria. No, uh, where the hell? Uh, Haiti, Haiti. That's where Haiti. Yeah. Uh, South Africa. We got some insanity going on now. Um, for those of you who are on YouTube and watch uh, Colian Noir, is that his name? Colian Noir. That's his. Uh, Plume His de, gnome de plume. Gnome de plume, yes. He was playing a, a news clip out of he South... He is quite literally an African-American. He was playing a news clip out of South Africa, kind of proving why it's so important that we have... Not that we have the Second Amendment, but the Second Amendment is around to remind the government that we have a natural-born, God-given right to protect ourselves. But he was playing this clip. Now, before I play the clip, I want to give you guys a little background on what's going on in South Africa, because I've found that a lot of people have no idea what's going on unless they're on TikTok. This is from the BBC News, South Africa Zuma riots. Uh, what's behind the violence and looting? Um, some are calling the events over the last week's Democratic South Africa's darkest hour. It's more than a spontaneous triggering of anger brought about by the jailing of former President Jacob Zuma. Many analysts say that the say it and that there is a third force sympathetic to the former president at play. The government's language has too changed significantly from not saying much in the early days of the lawlessness to calling out what it says has been a, quote, economic sabotage. Some commentators have gone far enough as to warn that the unrest that has, I'm sorry, that the unrest has the hallmarks of the, quote, attempt of a uh, coup or an insurrection. President, coup d'etat. President Cyril Ramphasawa, sorry for destroying that name, has said that the violence was pre-planned but has not said by who and who's financing it. Um, the associated editor of Daily Maverick has written about the uh, coordinated strategy of chaos masterminded by a dozen close associates of the former president. Referencing a number of senior sources from inside the ruling African National Congress and its intelligence services. Um, Hafferty that's the guy's name, has sketched out an outline of strategy from the burning of the transport trucks in Zuala Zulu National, seen in the early days of the insurrection, to the blocking of key routes from the ports of uh, Duburn to the economic heart of South Africa, uh, suggesting that it was intended to further undermine and weaken an already fragile economy. Basically, you got an organized group. Now, when I say group, if you've seen these videos, this isn't like what we saw. Imagine the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots. Imagine if you put those two together and then multiply it by like a thousand and then you just send them or maybe 2,000 and just send them through cities destroying every single warehouse, mall, storefront, anything that is basically a retail or economic based platform. There is just videos of warehouses that are just completely decimated. Would it still be considered a uh, peaceful protest? No. They're burning okay. down buildings. Um, what malls? By the way, I found out Woolworths is still around in South Africa. But they're literally... Not now. They're literally <laughs> going in droves like cicadas and just 
what burning everything in its path and it's not just like you know i said oh, you mean californians oh, yeah no it's not like just a couple hundred but it's thousands of people and there was one video clip released store owners at this mall knew that they're you know they were coming their way and it showed them early in the morning dousing um like wax all over the floor on the tile and then when they came in you just saw them on the video falling down like busting their heads open um do 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 and so it's gone to the point where they're burning down buildings. They're literally trying to destroy the already fragile economy, basically to say, look, this guy got in office and everything went to shit. Kind of like what they do with Trump, you know, with all that. They're taking, the, they're, they're taking their playbook from the Antifa pages. Um, but I bring all that up to say this right here. Check us out. If this guy's not a modern day fucking hero in a pretty much helpless situation, I don't know who is. So there are a lot of people out there who like to say that the Second Amendment is not a God-given right. You are trained, but uh, you haven't been deployed here specifically by authorities. Uh, Mr. Ntlantla, likes to tell us why you're here. I saw you were carrying a rifle. Yeah. Uh, why is it so important for you to protect Maponya more? Yeah. What's important for everyone to understand, right, is that the township economy belongs to the ordinary people of the township, being us. So if we have the dependency syndrome, of always waiting for a savior to come and save the township will keep dilapidating the way we are currently. So we are saying we are in partnership and joint ops with all law enforcement to ensure that what's left of the township infrastructure from an economy point of view is protected. And it's our responsibility to ensure that we protect it. We know Soweto is a place of millions of people with 11 police stations. That already tells you the stats alone that- 11 the, police stations supervising a million citizens not enough they're not they don't have the capacity necessary so it's important for the community to take responsibility partner with law enforcement to ensure that our infrastructure is protected the way you see the township has been so this is one of the few guys who has a firearm in the area because they don't have second amendment he probably works for a national park where they're trying to fight poachers you know one because he, he's kind of has like fatigues on and she you hear the reporter say at the beginning of the clip you haven't been deployed but you are trained so i'm assuming he's probably one of these guys who you know, fights against poachers or what, but he's one of the few people with a rifle and he's taken it upon himself. He said, look, this is our town. The economy belongs to us, not to the government, not to these rioters. And, you know, at the end of the day, the economy takes a shit. It affects us first and it's our job to protect it. And it's like, He's one guy with a gun versus all these people, but he's he's yeah he's his, still outnumbered. Yeah, but he's making his patriotic duty to do what little bit he can to help pick up where there's not enough police force and try to kind of fight this uh, useless fight, but at least he's willing to, to do it. And it's nice to see, you know, and kind of calling the uh, noir going on to say after the videos, look, they don't have a second amendment, but for all these people saying, why do we need a second amendment? Why do we need a second amendment? It's exactly for this sort of thing that it's to prevent us from losing our firearms so that if, heaven forbid fucking something like this happens we can protect our economy that belongs to our townships and our cities yeah i mean at the end of the day we're the world's largest army yeah i'd be a little untrained for the most part but it's still enough to give anybody pause but you're trying to digress from this conversation and go to a different topic i don't even remember now you circled me back around but i no i did oh uh no. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you some time to reboot your uh, mental hard drive because you you got you know COVID brain. You familiar with the website uh, Jalopnik? J A L O P. Yes, Jalopnik. Jalopnik. Yes, I actually uh, watch a lot of car reviews and read a lot of stuff on there. Dayline Jalopnik. Richard Branson did not go to space. Ah, by yes. Eric Schilling. And you know who's the big point shooter on that one? Come on, he's the biggest point shitter out there. He's great. He's an intelligent man. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, well, probably because Neil deGrasse Tyson realizes that, as pointed out in this article, if they claim that he did not go to space and there's two famous astronauts who pioneered space travel who technically didn't go to space. The billionaire Richard Branson was sent 53.5 miles into the sky on Sunday. I did watch that live, and it was actually still pretty cool. Short of the Karaman Line, which is 62 miles above sea level, and where it is generally agreed upon that space begins. Branson, well, 
Mm-hmm. Branson did surpass 50 miles above sea level. Above, I'm sorry, above sea level, which NASA gives out astronaut wings. But according to this article, come on, man. Branson's stunt only barely cleared that. There is no official, I'm sorry, there is officially no American government definition for when space begins, apparently in large part because the government doesn't want to define it. However, because it could possibly, I'm sorry, because the government doesn't want to define it because it could possibly change the technological developments. But let's accept that fit the 50-mile rule, for the argument's sake, that says that Bronson was indeed in space, where he spent about a minute and a half before falling back to Earth, which is the functional equivalent of having a layover in JFK and claiming you've been to New York City. Well, let me, let me stop you right there. One of the things I remember through my fog of watching is at the very top they did what they called the flip. Mm-hmm. It was that flip that created the zero G's. So they weren't quite fully so they're basically, out, of the, out of the grip of gravity. They're in it's a vomit comet style. I was going to say, they're in a vomit comet at 50.5 miles. It's interesting because, and I think I've seen that, I think that girl has gone up before on one of the flights because she her mouth is agape. A blonde girl, you know, just, just in awe. Now, I, I imagine looking out those... Small portals was probably pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the experience is extremely amazing. Um, and I, I think this definitely is pushing private um, space flight in a direction that it needs to go. It's it's nice to see something different than a standard rocket oh, taking off. But Eric um, Schilling wants to change the definition of going to space, Gordon, because he's making this decree. Instead, okay. Eric hereby proposes a simple, achievable definition of, quote, going to space. Which is what you, I'm sorry, it, which is that you must orbit the Earth at least once while you're up there. Something that Branson did not do. And while Alan Shepard and Gus Grissom might be a little mad that their flights will no longer count, I'm sorry, their first flights will no longer count, and Alan Shepard and Gus Grissom's day, they weren't weirdo billionaires engaging in pointless space races. Which seems to be well. To say of, pointless space race, that dude needs to take a leap himself. Well, because I was it is, very pointed. Oh, I was going to say that very last sentence kind of leads you to his whole outlook. This is just another cat. Sure, that's he would rather than spend jealous. money on homeless. I was going to say it's <laughs> another cat that's extremely jealous that somebody has quote unquote way too much money because, as we all know, money is a limited resource, and when someone has more than their fair share. Then there's not enough to go around, right? That's how our that's how the, um, our financial system works. There's Why aren't only you so spending much it money on the homeless, out. man. There's only so much money out there. So if you have, you know, like a bag of M and M's, there's only so many M and M's. No, that's not true. Money is not a natural resource. Him having all the money in the world isn't preventing you from getting money. It's luck and life choices. But if anyhow. anything, it should drive you. Yeah, right. No, we we can't go to those days. You want to lighten the mood a little bit. Go for it. You want man. a little interaction? Okay, you're going to sure. you're gonna have to go to the live stream. Let me know when you can see it. I'm already on it. Okay. But there's a delay. Remember that. Okay. Um, have you heard about the Victorian Karen meltdown? The Victoria's Secret Karen meltdown? There's so many Karens out there. No. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. The Victorians, the Victor- I keep saying Victorian. Oh, Victorian. The Victoria's Secret meltdown, Karen meltdown. Um, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. So apparently this lady was starting a fight at uh, Victoria's Secret. And as oftentimes happens when you start a fight or something happens on premises, you don't see... Two feathers start flying. Well, no, you don't see what happened that that started the argument. You only see what happens once the camera's produced. But apparently this... uh, I just would think that any kerfuffle at a Victoria's Secret would be quite... No, it's you. It's you. Uh, 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 Ah, now you are... So apparently these two ladies were fighting, right? And so lady, the lady who was basically being assaulted by this other lady pulls out her camera to protect herself and to get it, you know, get it on, on file of what's going on. Okay. And so once the Karen, quote unquote, sees the camera pull out, her whole demeanor changes to the fact that she starts crying, wailing. Ah! And, oh, my God. Okay. I- so she just swung on this lady. Now the lady pulls out the camera. She throws her clothes. She's crying, and now she's crouching down like an infant. She just tried to run and hit me. And now she... Did you see her? You saw her, right? They all saw her. 
Oh my god. Karen had a breakdown. She tried to hit me. It gets to the point where she stands up. Can you can you stop for a second? Sure. I feel like I'm watching two toddlers in a fight. Oh, it gets worse. And mama caught it. What do toddlers do or what do certain people do when they're con- confronted with um, reality <laughs> uh, with problems and they don't have uh, coping mechanisms? Well, that's why I'm saying it. They turn into a sobbing mess and they didn't do well, it. And well, she goes, I'm now the victim and blah, blah, blah. She goes full toddler and fakes a um, pass out and to where she slowly lowers herself to the floor. She don't just fall down. She checks her pulse. She doesn't do the. Oh, no, she does. It's real dramatic. And so she doesn't just fall over and pass out. She slowly lowers herself after checking her pulse. And then she lays on the floor for two minutes, motionless, to which point the Victoria's Secret uh, cashier says, next, please. And so now she lays on the floor. Just pretend to be passed out. Here's a grown-ass woman probably in her mid-30s just laying on the floor of the Victoria's Secret like a toddler without the crime, pretending like she passed out, like a fainting goat, if you will. Like she didn't get her participation trophy? Yeah. Did you have two yoga mats? No, I had one. I feel sad for her parents. Just one I had. Did you you have two yoga mats? She's still laying on the floor. Actually, you know... um, I have a coupon for the free panty, <laughs> and it says everyone is excluded except for the period panty. But I actually wanted to see what that was. I can show you. Okay. And so now she's still laying on the floor, and a lady. The, with the only panel. thing you're missing is a couple of guys in white jackets oh, with a push out. broom. You keep lying, saying I'm threatening you, so I'm recording to protect myself. Realize what you're doing to yourself right now. Exactly. This is going to go on blast. In a post Now you're going to just look like the biggest twat in the world. In a post interview, the, the now dubbed Victorian Secret Karen said that the reason she acted this way is once the camera came out, she didn't want to be recorded because she didn't want to be on the internet because she was afraid she was going to lose her job. Now. But, but, no, but your reaction is that Secret. that's going to create a worse situation for you. Exactly. If she would have just turned around and walked out of the damn store, there would have been 30 hey, seconds of footage. Hey, but, Karen, you, you need to take some problem-solving classes. You really do. Now, she's chasing around the store. Once again, she said that when she saw the camera came out, her concerns was that she was going to get fired. If she would have turned around and walked out, this lady would have had 30 seconds worth of content. You know how long, you know how much content this woman gave her? How long do you think this went on? No, I got to just check Probably myself. Probably f- 21, 21 minutes. <laughs> 21 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> now, does she, is she a, she no. said she was worried about being fired. Is Obviously, she doesn't work at Victoria's Secret, but Correct. she must work in the mall. I think she's a teacher. Explains it all. You just whoosh, snapped it into focus. She's, this is what's teaching. Was that a three-year-old? Did I just hear a three-year-old scream? These are adults. And they're teaching our kids? Yes, this is an adult woman who allegedly is a teacher. Have you you showed any teachers in your close family this video? No, I just, I heard about this today and I somehow, I think she screamed so loud it destroyed the audio. But could you, I I could not imagine. She's learning from her children in school. Imagine if that was your wife and her girlfriend. Uh, we're done. I'm well, sorry. If, <laughs> if her boyfriend and her husband was there, that probably, well. He would have grabbed her by one no, shoe and drug her wouldn't. out the door. <laughs> that behavior means that if she does have a significant other, he tolerates it and probably let, accepts her truth and lets her do her thing. But that is just fucking embarrassing for everyone involved. And why, how that goes on for 20 minutes without security coming and escorting them the fuck out of there? I'm surprised there's no additional angles on this from other cameras. Oh, I'm sure there are. I, I haven't. And we may see them in the future. Yeah, probably. I did see, which I can't. Oh, hold on. Dear Let's God, see. we're doomed. Woman raises $100,000 after sharing the video of the Victoria's Secret caring harassing her. Uh, this is from the Independent. Um, why? 
this is the world we live in. This isn't me. This is the way it's written. Why the race is important in this factor, I guess maybe because the Karen was white. Very first word, very first sentence. Black woman has a fund, has fundraised more than $100,000 for legal fees after so-called Victoria's Secret Karen apparently charged at her I'm sorry, charged at her and chased her around the store before calling the police. So why does she need $100,000? The Nigerian-American was visiting the Victoria's Secret store in New Jersey Mall when she was allegedly harassed by a white shopper. That white girl didn't act like any Jersey girl we ever heard of. And, um, hold on, um, Karen, quote-unquote, is a slight... Okay, we know what Karen is. According to the insider... Um, the shopper was shopping at, for underwear when the Karen started uh, browsing uncomfortably close to her. She asked, "She's all up on her so shit." So she asked her to back the fuck up. Instead, Karen reported, uh, <coughs> accorded, uh, reported the young lady to the Victoria's Secret employee for threatening her. Distressed, I'm sorry, the distressing recording taken by the woman then appears to show the Karen rushing at her, screaming, asking her not to be filmed, and then chasing the woman around the shop. She later violently left the store, I'm sorry, later voluntarily left the store and was not arrested and or charged. And so why does she need to raise a fucking $100,000 for legal fees? You know... Sometimes you just. It need appears, to blah blah blah. I was treated. I was treated like it was a night in 1920 in the Short Hill Malls, and I was assaulted and harassed by a white woman, and nothing was done about it by security nor the police. She. That's because a chick completely melted down like a worthless pile of goo. Well, there is a question: Why does it take more than 20 minutes for security to get there? But if if you're have wanting, you, have you met mall security guys? If you're wanting the 17, they're they're they're, they're running around on their little segways, putting a little marker against the wall to make sure they hit all their points. And if you're if you're wanting the 16 to 19 year old little chicks who work at Victoria's Secrets and the two fellas to do anything about it, um, yeah. She continues. I'm looking to hire. I'm sorry, I'm looking to hire me an excellent attorney who can help me bring light to uh, this wrong. Her initial goal was 20000 but supporters have raised more than 100000 already. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. All I'm thinking is Q, I was thinking it was Q Benny Hill music. Guy comes out, drags her out by her shoe, and then moving on. $100,000, and she's going to win the lawsuit, and the lawyer who takes it to court is going to make more money than she does, and it's going to be... It was funny. Um, you talk about lawsuits and that, and I was watching a commercial. Unfortunately, I had, I've watched a lot of TV recently, and there was a law a lawyer ad here, and he says, we guarantee that we will not make more money than you on this case. So what you're saying, Mr. Lawyer, you're going to get 49%. <laughs> is it's going to be a net zero because whatever you win is going to go to you, and now you guys are, well, you didn't make, we we not charge you more than what you want, mm-hmm. but we got every dime you made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane, dude. I, does this make me bad? I, I was I was I was getting at a mailbox today. There's a a new resident across from the mailbox with California tags, and he decided to cook on his grill out in his driveway and i muttered real loud jesus fucking christ another californian as i got into my truck yeah i i have that in me too but then i remember that i came here from california but that was a long time ago yeah but you, you weren't one of them no but i was one of them who thought i was cooler than everybody else because i had california it's tags actually, and so i kept them on longer than i really needed to it's gotten to the point now where even the news is bitching about california yeah and the Californians running the prices up. And then Mayor Goodman called California out this last weekend, even though they told their people not to come here. But what she said is, the problem with the traffic is California. Well, what do you mean? Because it goes down to two lanes as soon as you hit that other, other side of the road. California, you need to expand your lanes in your state from two to three. And that's exactly it. It is still two lanes each direction once you hit Prim all the way down past Baker. They can't, though. There, there's very important things going on right now. Gordon. They, they're trying to reinforce their mask mandate right now. Yeah, they are here, too, but, you know. 
And I heard earlier tonight that one of the local sheriff's office or one, somebody said they're not going to enforce it. <coughs> Will the mask mandate I, in California come back? The short answer is yes. It's kind of voluntary here right now, which I'm fine with, whatever. Um, but that being said, I, I notice uh, your love of fishing has reached all new heights lately. How's that? Lots and lots and lots and lots of fishing. Yeah. Um, uh, footage. Not Nothing wrong with it. Well, it's yes, there's lots of fishing footage. Um, three, since I started the fishing footage, um, our subscriber base has gone up. Uh, we've actually nice. brought in a lot of subscribers due to it, getting a lot of uh, content. But as I said in the last video, um, I got those OCR events coming up in October, so the fitness content will come back. Uh, once winter rolls around, then the World War II reenactment content will come back. Uh, you know how I am, though. i got an addictive personality, so whenever I get into something new, um, I go whole hog, and the fact that Carrie loves fishing too, and it just gives us out. something to do. It's like, okay, I worked all day. Um, you know, once again, when we go fishing, it's not like we pack everything up, drive 45 minutes. <laughs> I, I was actually joking the other night. Tonight was the first night we didn't catch anything. Um, but I now, was joking tonight. I said, well, the problem is our, our, we only go fishing within a, a, a half a mile radius from our house. So we can. Even, but what I've noticed is she seems to land more than you do. Yeah. She's the better fisherman. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, Carrie, I said it. <laughs> yeah, that and um, I try, I realize, like, you know, we're pulling out relatively small adolescent bass from one location. And I have looked into this stuff and realized that fish eat other fish. And so these fish that we're pulling out, they're all the same size because they hang out with their own size. They eat the smaller ones, which means if you're pulling out five or six fish that are half a pound or smaller, the chances of you pulling out one that's going to be two pounds or bigger is going to be slim to none because those younger fish wouldn't be hanging out there because the bigger fish would be eating them. And so I go down to the other part, and I, I fish out into the lake and try to pull in bigger ones, which doesn't work. I pull in the same size ones. But tonight, I think we... I think we fished that area dry, even though we catch and release. I think the word's gotten out that everything here hurts your mouth, and uh, or they've moved on. But tonight, we literally did not catch anything. Now, um, were you uh, out on the uh, kayaks tonight? No, or? we haven't been on the kayak no. in four days because it's raining. <coughs> um, the fish only bite, and if you watch enough of our YouTube videos, you'll hear us make comments. Um, they literally do not bite. Uh, we, we've been out multiple times at 4 o'clock, and you will not get a bite until 6.30, 6.50. So they only bite between 6.30 and 8.30. And it's hurricane season, and like tonight, it was raining. Actually, it was still kind of raining when we got there, and it finally stopped. But it, it, there's just not enough time to load up the um, kayaks. As one of the videos you'll see, we actually got caught in a rainstorm. Um, there's just, when it's raining at, at 5.30, 6 o'clock, and the radar shows that it's going to be thunderstorms all night, we're not going to take the risk of getting in the kayak. We just get <coughs> on the seawall. If the rain stops, we'll fish for a bit, and then if it starts lightning come back we'll hop in the car and leave so it's it's less commitment by seawall fishing i would rather be in the the kayak we catch bigger fish and we catch more fish from the kayak but uh we just we just go out pretty much every night um i i have decided i need to start running in the morning now because it has kind of gotten in the way of my running so i think i want to move my running to the morning before work and then do there's been nights where i've gone running after the fishing and after the kayak which by the way after the kayak, actually, it's pretty nice because, you know, the two-mile paddle is almost like a warm-up. So, you know, your body's already stretched out. So, actually, running after kayaking ain't bad, but running after walking up and down a seawall at night's kind of like, ugh. So, I'm I'm trying to get motivated to get my running back. But um, August is definitely going to be the start. I just got to adjust my schedule a little bit. But, yeah, no, we've been uh, been pulling out some bass. Um, the video I just posted last night uh, – I think the bass she pulled out, we weighed one yesterday. We have a scale. We weighed it for fun with about half a pound. I think the last one she pulled out last night was about a half a pound. But, um, yeah, we've been doing a lot. And um, I, I got some other content I'm working on, too. But, you know, it's just it goes where it goes. 100%. You ready to go into the news? Yeah, we'll cut this episode a little short tonight because, uh, you know, it's been a while. And 
and you got foggy brain and all that stuff. But uh, let me pull up the soundboard here. Um, while I'm doing at this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast, we're brought to you by our friends at At Computers. At Computers has been providing IT solutions for all Southwest Florida since 2004. If you need any help, give them a call at 239-283-1120 or go over to the all-new refurbished act-capecoral.com or hit us up on our Facebook page. Um, but I will say this. If you're hitting us up on our Facebook page, if you want immediate service, give us a call at 239-283-1120. When you leave a message in the messenger box, sometimes it goes a few days without being seen because, well, we manage so many Facebook pages. So, you know, um, if you want immediate assistance, please give us a call at 239-283-1120. And while you're on the internet, head over to the all-new What's In Your Head podcast and the refurbished d-410.com. We need your help. We need you guys to support the channel by signing up for uh, Patreon. We haven't mentioned the T-shirts in a long time. Um, you guys have been listening to the show. The web host has noticed. Uh, we're using up more resources. They really want me to upgrade my package because my package isn't big enough. Uh, so if you guys want to help us do that, please sign up for Patreon. It's a dollar a month. Or go buy a T-shirt from the uh, the website. Just go to d-410.com and click on the merch links and choose a T-shirt that will help out greatly. And uh, as mentioned before, you want to help out, uh, help us through YouTube. Go like and subscribe and share us with your friends. Help us get to the 1,000-point marker. And with all that being said, it is now time for the news. Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight? I almost thought that part was recorded, but it's not. It's not. Anyway, homing pigeons, homing pigeons are known for what? Shitting on statues. Homing pigeons are known for? Racing. Homing pigeons. They do have a homing pigeon racing division, by the way, and they are worth lots of money. But yes, they they go from point A to point B, and they skip every point in between. Well, evidently, a gaggle of homing pigeons. Evidently or apparently? Evidently. We'll do apparently. (laughs) Interstate 95 in Florida. Okay. Had been closed for three hours after a kerfuffle with about 100 homing pigeons that fell off a truck, because, you know, they don't like to secure their lures of Florida. Yeah, right. And refu- and they refused to move. Go on now. Creating yeah. a driving hazard to the motorists, according to officials on Wednesday. So this crate carrying the 100 homing pigeons fell off the truck late Tuesday night near Daytona Beach <laughs> because birds roost at night. The pigeons said, I'm going to stay right here. So, uh, bright lights from the vehicles startled them. They flew around in the air, creating a hazard for drivers. Can you just imagine cruising? You're probably bleary eyed and tired, middle of the night, and all of a sudden there's a hundred freaking pigeons everywhere. Hey, uh, sailor, what do you do? I drive truck. Ooh, what do you haul? Dangerous stuff. Homing pigeons. Fine day. Good luck with the casual sex. I mean it. No, because you won't get it. I'm sure Mike Tyson's quite upset. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a worst-case scenario, homing pigeons who can't find their home, said the news release. So they ended up gathering up about 73 so they don't know where the fuck the, they're at. Yeah, and it's nighttime. Uh, they, they, so they didn't, couldn't get their bearings. Everything's a mess. They did end up recovering 73 of the 100 birds. Uh, and these birds were not banded, so their owner wasn't immediately determined. Our job is to help the animals find their way home, whether they're covered in fur, scales, or in this case, feathers, according to Volusa County Animal Control Officer Alicia Diaz. We're hoping somebody out there might have information to where these birds came from. Check Mike Tyson. Uh, and uh, uh, the Check truck the manifest that was on the them. fucking truck that fell flipped over. Did the truck so, leave? Probably. I mean, how much stuff do you see laying around on the freeways in southwest Florida? Oh, that's true. I thought the truck wrecked, but you said that boxes fell off. Yep. Hmm. Does it surprise you? I was wondering why I was getting better gas mileage halfway to Tennessee. My truck's lighter now. I mean, how much does 100 pigeons weigh? I don't know. Let's ask Google. How much does a full-grown pigeon weigh? How much? So if they're a pound a piece, there's 100 pounds. Two pounds a piece, or two hundred pounds, plus the crate. 
Wow, 4.6 pounds. More than, oh, I'm sorry. Kay. Was that a Western crown pigeon or a Muscan imperial pigeon? Uh, What's the range? The mar- uh, between uh, two to four to six pounds. So they lost between 200 and 600 pounds worth of load. That's quite a bit of gas. <laughs> Speaking of loads, this, this, this lady may be right after your own heart. A woman eats 50 chili dogs in 22 minutes at a Michigan bar. Wow, that's a lot. Not just hot dogs, chili dogs. Now, I don't know if they're the Skyline piled up with cheese. I can only imagine. Skyline's only like four and a half inches long, too, so that's kind of cheating. Yeah, but not all the cheese. I did that. I ate 10 of them, and then they didn't have any fucking film for their Polaroid camera, so all I got was a T-shirt. I didn't get my picture on the wall. Yes, I'm talking to you, Westland. Skyline Chili on Georgesville Road, you bastards. Uh, that's one of your favorite places to go, though, isn't it? I haven't been there in a while, but yep. So Rockford, Michigan, a competitive eater whooped down, whooped down 50 chili, blah, blah, 50 chili dogs in 22 minutes, setting a local record at the bar in western Michigan where thousands of customers have had their names on the walls for eating just a fraction of that amount. Molly Schuler showed up. And just started eating Wednesday at the Corner Bar in Rockford. Weighing uh, in at 87 pounds. With their own meals. So after 19 minutes, she'd eaten 44 hot dogs. Damn. Brought out her six more dogs, and in 22 minutes, she ate the fitty. All these competition eaters are, like, super skinny, which is the opposite of what you think. It uh, They had probably a serious... Um, binge after this so uh another competitive eater tim eater x janice ate 43 and a half chili dogs at the bar in 2006 now do they still do the water dipping part or does the chili uh, liquefy the bun enough because that's just gross that's why i couldn't do a hot dog when they did i don't know and there's yeah yeah after watching all those man versus food anyone who eats and they don't answer that question yeah, but anyone who eats 12 in four hours gets their name on the wall, which has currently got about 6,000 names on it. On my head. She yeah, 12 20, in four hours. She did uh, come 20 on, in that's, 40 minutes? Yeah. But doing, doing 44 in 19 minutes, that's insane. 44 a period in one fucking day is a lot, let alone 19 minutes. 44 in a fucking year is a lot. <coughs> Florida man. He's in the news again. Yeah, everybody loves us now. Yeah. It's another Daytona Beach story. Florida man told police officers that he was teaching somebody a lesson. What was this lesson? What was Some what was he bitch. trying to prove? Well, he tried to throw a live alligator that he had stolen from a miniature golf course onto the roof of a beachside cocktail lounge. No, for the question is, is, what's the lesson? Well, for those of you who aren't from Florida, believe it or not, and we have one in Fort Myers. Um, alligators at miniature golf courses, quite common. They actually have little baby ones in a pond. You can feed them turtle food. 32-year-old man was arrested early Thursday when Daytona Beach Shores police officers spotted him attempting to throw a gator onto the roof of the cocktail lounge. That'll show Located you just off bitch. a highway, A1A, according to the police report. The police officers then saw the man take an alligator by its tail hit it against the awning of the building, <laughs> and throw it to the ground and stomp on it twice. Take that, you no-good bastard. This man is from, the, evidently, the wonderful town of Homestead, Florida. Uh-huh. He was taken into custody and charged with possession and injury of an alligator. Unarmed burglary of an occupied dwelling. I don't know where that fits in. <laughs> Here, see, I don't got a gun, but I got a gator. Um, it must be the, the house that he smacked the gator up against. <laughs> Theft and criminal mischief. The man told officers that he had stolen the gator from an enclosure at the a nearby miniature golf course. And the problem is, is they're still not saying what the lesson was. Online docket showed no attorney for the man who remained in jail Friday morning. Some I'm sure he got out on his own ROR at you know own recognizance. No, he didn't. You only get on on your OR when you're you're being arrested for the first time. This fella probably has a rap sheet. He just yeah. He probably timed out. They finally had to let him go. He met, he met the 
the the limit. I was teaching them lessons. Some bitch ate my golf ball. How am I supposed to finish eighteen holes without a goddamn golf ball because it's fucking Gatorade? Or he thought it was like a fancy hole and he shot it right down its throat and couldn't get his golf ball back. Michigan man finds something quite unique under his home. Imagine finding 160 bowling balls under your house. Somebody have a homemade cannon? <laughs> well, you would think. Michigan man finds a striking discovery under his house. This is AP for you. When he went to demolish his back stairs, about 160 bowling balls. David Olson, 33, said he found one ball buried in the sand behind a cinder block wall this month and continued finding more over the following days. Yeah, and these are all the old school ones from the 70s and 80s. They're all black and then blue and then blue and black marble. There's like no modern day red ones or lime greens. These are all the old old school ones. Yep. I was actually a little happy about that because it's a lot, a little easier to roll bowling balls out of the way than to move sand and figure out where to put it all later. He believes that they're even more buried under his North Norton Shores home. He contacted the maker of the balls, Brunswick, on Brunswick Bowling Products, which had a plant in the area, uh-huh. and said that these were made in the 1950s. Yeah. He said floor, former employees contacted him and told him. The workers used to take scrapped bowling balls to use as alternatives to sand and gravel back in the day. Brunswick shut down their Muskegon plant in 2006 and said many of the balls aren't in good shape. They don't have finger holes and they aren't polished. So he's donating some and plans to give some to the Muskegon Heritage Museum. And he'll use the rest for landscaping or to make sculptures. Or a homemade cannon. Or I, I that's what I would cannon. do. A homemade cannon. I would totally do the cannon. Yeah, homemade cannon. And that is what we have. Oh, one more. Oh, hold on. That's just because we never get the chance to use it. And now, breaking news: <laughs> A man tried to pay two hundred dollar bail with counterfeit bills. Waterboro, Maine. Coming in from the AP, a man in Maine tried to post $200 bail with counterfeit bills, according to the sheriff's office. This guy's bright. Mm-hmm. He's, he's smart. As sharp as those bowling balls. Deputies responded to a, get, uh, to a report of stolen vehicle in Waterboro early Sunday morning. Stopped the man walking nearby. According to the <coughs> what you doing? sheriff's office. Chewing chocolate. Uh, Where'd you Where'd get you it? Get? Doggy dropped it. Carry on. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a somebody's trying to get my attention over here. <clears throat> so they determined that he was not involved, but arrested him on an outstanding warrant for theft of Walmart. You know. Some can't people, have nothing nice have these days. Fun. Can't. Man said he had enough money to post a two hundred dollar bail, but when the bail commissioner arrived, he tried to pay with two two counterfeit $100 bills. And I'm sure it was Monopoly money. Uh, He was denied bail and was returned to jail with an additional charge of forgery. The man was able to post $100 in bail later that day. So he found a real $100 bill. Well, I wonder Sheriff's if Sheriff's Office said when they his say, court date is scheduled for August. I wonder if when they say counterfeit, if this is like counterfeit, like good girl style, where it's like <coughs> legit counterfeit, or if this is like what you see on TikTok where people are buying stacks of this Hollywood money that says, you know, instead of the United States, it'll say, you know, Hollywood, California. It's money they use in television shows. Say <laughs> 50 cent across Imagine the if he tried playing, paying his bail with that sort of counterfeit money. I tell you, have you ever seen counterfeit bills? Yes. The first time I ever saw counterfeit bills was in 2002 when I moved to California. And at the gas stations, you'd see them plastered up on the wall saying, do not accept these. Because once again, um, well, not the ones that say Hollywood, but because, you know, California is a place where a lot of crime happens. You know, But yeah, I, um, I actually had got counterfeit money back from a McDonald's one time as my change. I got a bum twenty, and it's a little bit smaller in, in circumference. This particular one, once again, it's like nineteen years ago. So the the counterfeit money wasn't as stellar as it is today. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah, my first uh, time I was in counterfeit money was when I first moved here. The Vegas, that I, makes sense. And that guy uh, at work, he, uh, man, look at this money. I just, I'm sure he fucking had it. He was sketchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was super sketchy. Man, look at this. this. I was like, nah, dude, that ain't even real. I could tell it was fake. You know, yeah. it was just not right. Paper's wrong. Color's wrong. It's just yeah, just, just pure dude. bullshit. Yeah, but uh, that is it. That's gonna wrap it up for this. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the What's Your Oh wait a minute, we didn't do the outro. We were starting to do the outro, and then you had that story. So this concludes the evening news, and now back to the Act Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. And that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. As always, please head over to whatsinyourhead.com, and uh, you can download the videos (laughs) there, or the you can see the videos there. You can download the audio there. You can download the audios via all the audio apps such as iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, anywhere fine podcasts can be found. Gordon, where can people find you? Oh, shit. Aegis1974 at Instagram. Uh, Gordon at D410 on Facebook. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Head over to TikTok and search for Donovan410. I'm getting closer to 10,000. I'm like 8,300 and something or other. Uh, once I get to 10,000, I can get uh, into the Cool Guy Club. But thank you guys so much. And as always, we appreciate your support. And we will talk to you all next week. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>